Now, compared to Egypt's economic problems, you could call this next story a case of first world problems. Exhibit A. I'm concerned about your aura. You know, carrot sticks are nature's candy. I drank way too much kombucha last night. And apples are actually nature's toothbrush. How do you say that in Sanskrit? I need a coconut water. I hear Lady Gaga loves yoga. Let's go to the farmer's market after class. Namaste. 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 And that's from a video for the Canadian yoga gear company Lululemon. The company needs all the deep breaths it can get this week as it recalls all those trendy yoga pants that turned out to show a little too much during Downward Dog. Lululemon blames its problem with see-through yoga pants on its Taiwan-based fabric supplier. That's not too different from what led to the furniture giant IKEA's problem with its signature meatballs, which, you'll recall, turned out to contain horse meat. The complex global supply chain lends itself to these predicaments. Parag Khanna is a senior research fellow at the New America Foundation. He co-wrote an article on Quartz.com about the complicated steps involved in making the products we love so much. Blaming a supply chain is like blaming globalization. It's like blaming life. Uh, you know, you can't really do that. This is this is the 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 result of what we've become in a way through all of this specialization. Um, you know, we wouldn't have uh, most of the things that we enjoy were it not for supply chains. The recent data suggests that there are more intermediate transactions involved in producing our day-to-day goods and services than ever before. So that's a complicated way of saying that uh, whether it is bottled water or an or an iPhone uh, the number of, uh, of uh, exchanges of hands of specific components of products of, of sales from a vendor to a supplier to another supplier to the point at which it's assembled to the point at which it's delivered and sold the number of those transactions is larger than it's ever been for a very wide range of products well, I can see why you're saying that blaming the supply chain is kind of like blaming globalization. But wh- where does quality control come into the manufacturing picture here? I mean, well, I, I remember, you know, buying the last pair of uh, trousers I bought, there was a little tag inside inspected by operator, you know, 32. Exactly. And you probably don't know operator 32 of which factory. It wasn't necessarily a factory that had the name Levi's on it, right? It was a factory that is of, a, you know, a, a Chinese or, a, or a, somewhere in Thailand, you know, a company whose name you've never heard of. And this is where uh, the question you're asking is really about accountability, right? Where does Mm. the buck stop? And there are many ways to attempt to implement this. There are uh, government regulators that are supposed to be enforcing uh, labor standards to which their governments have subscribed, quality standards for the production of products and labor standards within factories and so forth. Um, Then there are uh, customs uh, channels. When, When these goods cross borders, they're supposed to be examined for contamination and so forth. So we have the cases, of course, of Chinese, uh, you know, tainted baby formula or of, uh, you know, toys that can strangle you, you know, so so these things are supposed to be checked as well. Mm-hmm. And then there's also companies themselves that are supposed to be enforcing standards through their supply chains and, and vetting and doing spot checks on their contractors. Then there's market accountability, you know, customers who notice defects and those lead to recalls. And that obviously hurts the bottom line of companies. So this is not a situation that any company wants to be in, of course. I mean, cases like horse meat uh, or, or these yoga pants, uh, um, you know, things slip, fall through the cracks. You know, it's something you said there it struck me that, you know, we've heard so much about how new technologies can identify everything in the supply chain, how they've made everything so efficient, how a company like H&M can design an outfit and have it on the retail racks a month later. And yet these horse meat scandals happen, these see-through yoga pants get made. Are the technologies not doing what they're supposed to? 
technology can be very important because you can actually monitor, of course, uh, you know, the, the conditions in factories, the ingredients in materials. You can test samples more quickly. So there's a variety of, sort of sensor technologies, let's say, that can be very important in, in making sure that standards are maintained in supply chains. But, but just bear in mind, you know, making an iPhone is more complicated than knitting a dress. Parag Khanna, a senior research fellow at the New America Foundation, speaking with us from Singapore. You can find a link to his article on the subject at theworld.org. Parag, thank you. Thank you so much.